The Piedmont has had and continues to have a huge impact on American music and practically every musical style imaginable, so why not celebrate it? The University of North Carolina School of the Arts is gearing up to do just that with its second annual Music Academy of the American South from June 14th to the 16th on the UNCSA campus and nearby Old Salem Museums and Gardens in Winston-Salem. This year, they'll once again be featuring outstanding folk, bluegrass, Moravian, gospel, country, blues, and old-time performances throughout the weekend. And there'll also be master classes, Q&As, and jam sessions with legendary artists. This year's focus will be the musical interactions that take place within the world of American roots music, and it'll be highlighted by a performance of Appalachian Concerto by the virtuoso bluegrass group the Kruger Brothers with string quartet. Following their Saturday morning master class and performance place, the Kruger Brothers will give the Saturday evening concert there at 7.30. Sunday kicks off with four-time Grammy Award-winning Appalachian musician and radio television host David Holt and a string band master class at 1.30. That'll be followed at 3 with a Blues Summit performance by one of the best, Winston-Salem's own blues master Big Ron Hunter and Friends. Big Ron has performed in Europe, Lincoln Center in New York, and at festivals throughout the United States. Ron stopped by with award-winning singer-songwriter Laura Lynn Dossett. The Polecat Creek member has collaborated with a who's who of great musicians, from Riley Boggess and Rhiannon Giddens to Ken Frizzell and the North Carolina Symphony. She'll perform at the Academy on Sunday night at 7.30. Sit down and smile and smile and smile. Smile a little while, while with me. I just picked up a little wisdom I believe I'm gonna let the blues, blues go free <laughs> yes. Blues on the fly with Big Ron Hunter live in Studio A What's that feeling like, Ron? You gotta have a certain comfort level to be able to tell a story Improvising it on the spot like that it's a good feeling. I really enjoy it, and I call it creativity because I can go anywhere and hear someone or hear something, and I can put it in the song. Talk about that give and take a little bit. You know, you're in front of a big audience, and you're communicating with them and, and making them all kinds of happy. Well, the audience, it really doesn't matter. It can just be one person because I enjoy playing so much, and I'm just so grateful for the gift that I can just take this and do something with it. So if it's just one person... I can enjoy that. Or if it's 10,000, which I have played for 10,000, I get a kick out of that too. And I have a message, everyone to love one another. And that's what I do through music is to share love. And that's what I have fun doing. Well, it sure comes out in your music. And one of my favorites just was going for myself. It just seemed to encapsulate that positive vibe that you give off when you're playing. I wrote that tune. Uh, it's a blues tune, but it's a big run hunter style. And so this song I wrote because my mom and dad, they said, well, son, we're not going to be with you all the time. And while we're gone, you'll be able to take care of yourself and do some things. So I wrote this song called Going For Myself. Big Ron Hunter, live in Studio A. I'm going to uh, start out just a little bit picking because my dad, he always told me to pick, but I like freestyle. I like He calls it framing, so I like framing. Right. So I'm going to start out picking just a little bit of it. And then I'm going to go back to the regular, right. my regular. Right. 
Don't you worry. Don't be ashamed to cry. You know I love my woman. Yes, I love my woman. I love you, baby. I saw a wave. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, honey. Go on to work now. I love my mother. My father's in heaven. I'm out here on my own, but I'm not alone. Trying to have a little fun. Trying to have a little fun. Going for myself. For myself, myself. I'm going for myself. For myself, myself. If I didn't need money, I need a whole lot of money, y'all. To live a Christian life, that's my life. Big Ron Hunter, live in Studio A, just in terms of the instrumental portion of that. It's your own style. I can't even put it into words. It's just Big Ron Hunter style blues? Big Ron Hunter style blues, you know. it's uh, Well, what happened, uh, I tried to be Jimi Hendrix, James Brown, I tried to be B.B. King, I tried to be Elvis Presley, and everybody. So then I found out that I can do nobody better than I do me. I uh, had to figure out a way that I could play without having a whole band and make my music sound full. And so I learned to play all the parts, you know, the rhythm part, the lead part, and the bass part. It helped me to be an original musician. So if you hear me on the radio, just like if you hear B.B. King, uh, Albert King, or Freddie King, or any of those guys, uh, the first verse, you know who it is. So I had to be that way with Big Ron Hunter. There are so many different styles of blues, Chicago blues, Kansas City blues, Delta blues, Piedmont style yeah. blues. Are any of those the closest in, in terms of styles when you're thinking about blues in general? Ada Baker, she was a picker. And uh, like when I first started this song off, that's sort of like her style. The picking style is the Pete Mount style. And so I picked up a little bit of that. The reason why I went into blues is to show my appreciation to all the blues players that have come before me that have really paved the way and made it easier for me because a lot of the guys lived hard lives. But I came up in an area my life wasn't that hard. It was hard, but not that hard. And if it really got hard, it's my own fault. I'm really playing the blues because of appreciation. You're carrying the tradition forward and doing it so gracefully and uh, in a way that only you do. Well, let's, can we hear another one? What's a tune of yours you did recently that you were really proud of and want to share with us? Yes, I'd like to share this one. I, you know, I was raised up in Winston-Salem out on Germerton Road, and I lived in a little log cabin. And we had uh, a whale and an outhouse and chickens and hogs and farm life, you know. <laughs> I like to write tunes about my family, you know, what some things that they taught me and stuff. And my dad used to say, if you ever start anything, finish it. And I learned that real hard in the tobacco fields. I learned how to prime tobacco. And you get on a row, and the road seems like it's forever. Your back be hurting, your legs be hurting. And you look at it, it seems like the road would never end. And so what my dad would do, he would go out and he'd finish his road, and he'd come back and help me finish mine. And I got good at it, and I started finishing it, and then i go back and help him. So I learned to endure in the tobacco field. And I'll tell you what, it wasn't easy. It was hard. <laughs> my dad used to tell me, he said, well, son, if you learn how to make the guitar talk, 
when you become a grown man, you might be able to play with anybody. And he says, along the way, you can charm the ladies, you know, learn how to make it talk to the ladies, you know. So I said, okay, Dad, you know, I'll try that. And uh, we used to sit on the porch and exchange licks, and he would teach me how to make it talk. And so uh, this tune here is called, My Father Said, Make That Guitar Talk. All right, making the guitar talk live in Studio A, Big Ron Hunter. Here we go. Make that guitar talk. I make that guitar talk, son. Make it ring, make it sing. Do your own doggone thing, son. By the time you turn around, listen up for that sound, son. That sound they call the blues. Sound they call the blues. Now listen to your mama, son. Every word that she says. She says, son, you gotta learn how to cook. Come on in here, let me show you. And wash your own dirty clothes. Let me show you how to separate them and everything. By your time, you turn around. Listen up for that sound, son. Sound they call the blues, son. Sound they call the blues. And my daddy used to say, Now always keep your pickup truck. A truck can keep you in work, son. And if you don't have no place to sleep, You can always lay down in your seat By the time you turn around Listen up for that sound, son Listen up now That sound they call the blues, son Sound they call the blues By the time you turn around if the blues ever turn around you, son, yeah, I want you, I want you ready for the blues. Make that guitar talk, son. I think one of the great things about this whole event that you can be part of, along with Laura Linda's Music Academy of the American South, is getting people to understand the rich musical tradition and all kinds of different styles here in the Piedmont. Talk about this area. This is a real crossroads for the blues. Yes, as a good friend of mine, he's passed and gone on now. That last lick I did uh, came from him. His name was Guitar Gabriel. And Gabe was, he's a real good friend. We used to play around town and uh, he played his way out of jail one time. He got <laughs> he got in trouble and had to go to court. And he always carried his guitar with him. So he went to court, and uh, the judge told him to play that thing. And he played, and the judge said, dismissed. <laughs> when you were growing up, were there opportunities to play professionally? Was it mostly just social gatherings? How did it work? Well, when I was growing up, I was raised as an only child. And I lived out in the woods. And my first guitar was a Roy Rogers guitar. 
And my first song that I ever learned to play on the guitar was My Sunshine. And so I used to walk around the yard playing, You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when the skies are gray. You never know, dear, how much I love you. Music Academy of the American South. I remember last year chatted with John Mocheri about the concept, and we talked a little bit about it with Big Ron, but uh, you've been in this area for a long time, and it's a musically rich part of the country that a lot of people don't know about. Uh, talk about some of the influence that have found their way into your, your music making from the Piedmont Triad area. Sure, yeah, that's, that's actually a, a pretty quick tale. I uh, grew up playing the piano and singing in church and was not, you know, other than that, wasn't really trained as a musician. And I, uh, you know, stopped playing music when I was a young adult. I had a family. I worked, you know, and I just didn't really have music in my life so much. And when we moved to this part of the country, I knew a bunch of old-time musicians just by chance. And I was really missing having music in my life and fell in with a bunch of, you know, great musicians, Riley Boggess and Carrie Sickenberger and some others over the years. And kind of accidentally started writing songs and those sounds, the sounds of the Piedmont, the different tunings of fiddles and tunings of banjos and things like that have definitely worked their way uh, into my writing. You know, the way certain chords sound when they're tuned, like a Big Ron was doing earlier, his guitar is, is in an open tuning, I'm guessing. Is that correct? Yeah. For the non-musician, when you say a, a, an open tuning, uh, what, do you, what do you mean by that? It means that the whole guitar is tuned, so if you don't fret it at all, if you don't use your left hand and you play the open strings, it makes a chord. So you can tune the guitar to D or to, you know, all, all different things. T D is a common one, and then there are different ones even within that. But And I'll do some of those later, sure. My Appalachian strum stick at home is uh, GDG. I can just strum it. It sounds great. It's a great G, uh, G chord. Yeah, well, the dulcimer is that way. And um, a lot of fiddle players play out of standard violin tuning, but a lot in this area um, and all over these mountains that you'll hear all these different open or cross tunings that cause a very distinct sound. And those chord structures then also affect the melody and the mood and the emotion of the song as well. So you can't separate them. It's not just a, it's not just mechanical, you know. It pulls on the heartstrings too in a different way because of those tunings. And I, I want to get into some of the the songwriting aspects of this as well. I mean, beginning with the the harmony and how that kind of how uh, the lyricism evolves out of that. But but first, you threw out the the name old time earlier. And uh, before we launch into a tune, what are some other influences? I mean, old time music, Appalachian folk, a huge part of the music in this area. What are some other sounds that you've been hearing that that inspired you in terms of either performance or songwriting or just just plain listening? Wow. Well, you know, I was actually trained classically on the piano. That's I'm using the word training really liberally here, but I, I took piano lessons my whole until I was, you know, a senior in high school. Um, and so I, I think some of that soaked in. You know, I definitely was raised on church music. Let's hear some. Can we can we launch into a, a yeah. tune? This is a, an old time tune that is unattributed, um, and I'm going to do it in a little bit different way. Um, it's a fiddle tune, and it's called Red Rocking Chair. Great red rocking chair. This is Laurel and Dossett live in Studio A. Ain't got no use. Ain't 
got no use for your red rocking chair Got no sugar honey baby now Got no sugar honey baby now Who rocked the cradle? Who rocked the cradle and who'll sing the song? Who rocked the cradle when I'm gone? rock the cradle when I'm gone. I'll rock the cradle. I'll rock the cradle and I'll sing the song. I'll rock the cradle when you're gone. I'll rock the cradle when you're Man, it always comes back to the groove for me, be it a, a Big Ron blues tune, or in this case, a Laurel Lynn uh, original. Um, how do you know when you stumble into a groove that hits it for you? Where, is there something happens inside when you go, aha? Yeah, although it would be hard for me to describe how I get there when I'm writing. I've had different ways of doing it. I, I do have times when I actually start with a beat and I don't use chords at all. And I start with what I want the drive to be and kind of just take whatever is around the house and make a beat and record it and then kind of start singing things to it and then worry about the chords. So it just it depends on what the song is. Other times it's a melody line. Other times I'm on the guitar first and the melody comes later. So there, there's, it's not the same. This one's just, it's one of those traveling tunes for me. I mean, I get to see tra traveling down the road and hearing that it's got that pulse. It does have a pulse, and it ha and it's so melancholy. Uh, I just love that song so much, and I think part of it is because it feels it's ancient. It's an ancient song, and the simplicity of it again, it just crystallizes an image. Really powerful stuff. What are you looking forward to most from the as a member of this community for the, this this whole concept of a music academy of the American South? Because. We take for granted a lot in this area in terms of the richness of the musical tradition. We do. Well, I would say yes and no. I would say in some ways we take it for granted, and in other ways, Big Ron and I don't, right? That's right. You know? We know what's here, and that's why we stay. And we also know we know each other, and we rely on each other, and we do. There's a lot of really interesting collaboration between different genres, different styles of music, different ages, different races, different instrumentations that you wouldn't expect to have together. And it's a pretty creative place to live. It's been a good place for me to have my creative career. Is there a song on your playlist today that that might represent a, a result of a collaboration or something you've heard locally? What do you have for us? This is a song called Rebel, and I wrote it last year with another artist. I wasn't in collaboration with an artist who's very different than myself, both in style and in approach to music. His name is Daniel Bernard Remain, and he's a classically trained violinist um, and composer, uh, Haitian-American. He does a lot of work with hip-hop artists, and through the North Carolina Arts Council and a consortium of universities, we were put together to write a bunch of music together and make a record, and then we toured around um, these colleges. So Daniel and I were writing songs together and just kind of fooling around with this, this is the feel. You were talking about the group, right? And we'd been traveling around North Carolina together. And uh, he is a black man from New York, and we're all over rural North Carolina. Um, he's noticing the rebel flags more than I am, you know. 
And uh, we started talking about what it really is to be a rebel or another way of kind of turning that, that word on its head and what it conjures up. Maybe the rebel flag is what gets conjured up, but what we were thinking of was our state's long history of people who fight for civil rights who are rebels in that way. And so the, the verses end up being about the Underground Railroad, the Greensboro Four, and the recent fight for marriage equality in North Carolina. And it's none of it is super obvious. It doesn't sound like a political song, but it was very much from my heart after what happened in our state last year. And this tuning also sounds kind of swampy, and there's a real watery feel to it. When I was traveling around with the Amendment 1, and I was noticing the language was very much about the rising tide and the changing tide and the swell of, of change. And so the language of, around social change tends to be kind of watery language. Thanks to the world's happiest blues man, Big Ron Hunter, and award-winning singer-songwriter Laura Lynn Dossett. Coming up next week, they'll be part of UNCSA's Music Academy of the American South, which runs from June 14th through the 16th on the UNCSA campus and nearby Old Salem Museums and Gardens in Winston-Salem. Blues Summit, Interviews and Performance is Sunday afternoon, June 16th at 3 with Big Ron, Boo Hanks, and Logie Meacham. Also on Sunday, there will be jam sessions and picnics with a 7.30 evening concert by David Holt, legendary gospel performers the Branchettes, and Lorland Dossett in the St. Philip's Heritage Center in Old Salem Museums and Gardens. Saturday, it's the Kruger Brothers, Molly Andrews, Muscle Shoals, and more. And the Academy begins Friday night, June 14th, at Home Moravian Church with a salute to our musical roots and Salem composers of the 19th century. You'll find links to the incredible three-day events calendar at WFDD.org and click on Triad Arts Weekend.